This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You are always scum. Rebel scum. Well, boom, well, bam, here we are again. Here we go, here we go, here I go again. What's our weakness? Star Wars. I'm Brock. This is James. And this is the Rebel (laughs) This is the Rebel Scum Podcast, episode 308. Boom! Boom. Uh Heidi Feather in the chat. Executive producer Heidi saying, see, chance didn't bring fake news. Who is chance? Do you know what that yeah. means? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. You have to watch your videos with Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Fantasia. Uh, they did them over the Christmas holidays. There's a couple never right. done with the odds. They are great. By the way, Patreon. Can I jump in here for a second and say something? Patreon, Andrew Fantasia is working on a segment uh, for Patreon. It'll be available for everybody, but mm. it's mostly for Patreon right now. Sorry, I forgot to put uh, tags on this video. Anyway, he's working on it. He told me what it was, Brock. It's very exciting. Mm. Uh, so Patreon, be very excited for the future of Andrew Fantasia, who is still not going to be canon after what he does, but it, it is, it's kind of cool. I'll let him tell you. He's working on a, an announcement video for it, so I'll let him do that. And also, Brock, we're going to be working on some Patreon contests as well to win some cool swag, such as a T-shirt that says James on it, with a picture of James Gunn. Yeah. That's not real. That's if you if you if you think that's not real, I'm sorry, I lied. It'd be awesome if there was another famous person named Brock and it'd be like Brock and James and those two people on the show. Well, the, isn't there the San Francisco 49ers quarterback, Brock Purdy, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I know who's famous. The the gym leader Brock from Pokemon. So there you go. <laughs> uh, and Pokemon. And there's we're big on there's Pokemon. a there's a James character in that as well. It's it writes itself. It writes itself. We this... we should do a show from Brock's monument. <laughs> That's where my parents okay, got so married. <laughs> Yo, I used to walk those steps every oh, yeah. like I think multiple times a year with my parents. We used to go up those. All right, look, famous Brock's ready, Brock. Mixel is a 19-year-old YouTube star. That shows how old I am. Brock Purdy, Brock Lesnar, Brock Butler's 13 YouTube star. Brock O'Hearn. They're all you, they're all they're all social media stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock Bowers, football player. Uh anyway, so Brock Lesnar is the one that will <laughs> like one famous Brock. Brock Purdy and Brock Lesnar. Brock Purdy, man, he wins the Super Bowl. You'll know who he is. Oh, absolutely. But you you might not. You might not. Yeah. The yeah. Lewis's will. Absolutely. <laughs> Why is he on the 49ers? <laughs> yes. No, he's the quarterback. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk some we're... let's get out of this and talk Star Wars, bro. We've been... no <laughs> wasted so much time. Nothing's well, happening, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Have yeah, thank you. Uh uh, okay, so yesterday, or I guess I'll say yesterday, but it was uh, January sixteenth. Um, Bespin Bulletin, who I got a lot of flack for this, but I find Bespin Bulletin. I don't know if you follow it all, but Bespin Bulletin really seems to get a lot of scoops, and they, I believe, they like scour like the interwebs to find the scoops. They don't actually get the scoops. I, whatever, I could be wrong. Anyway, scoop came out that they heard. And in their article actually said um, that it was kind of the source was, you know, hit or miss. They weren't really sure, but they kind of lined up with other things that they heard from other sources that the Ray movie would be delayed indefinitely. It was being indefinitely mm-hmm. delayed because Stephen Knight, the new writer, can't get a script uh, that, that Disney or whoever is not a fan of. I, 
I so I saw that and I was like, "There's no, like, it was just it was just kind of like no, no kidding. Like it's just like sure, I, yeah. Why wouldn't that be the case, right? And then like an hour or two later, Gizmodo was like, "No, this is wrong. We have a source from Lucasfilm who's saying that this is all true." And and then Desmond Bulletin was like, "Hey, they to their credit, was they put up another one? They're like this, they're refuting what we're saying. It, it could still be happening." And I'm looking at all this, and you're not—you don't go on the uh, the X like I do. I'm just gonna call it X because it's way cool. But I go on, and people are idiots there. And, like they jump on one, and and then like like this is hard, and the other one's not. And my feeling on this, Brock, is the movies. I think this movie is going to happen 100. Mm. percent I don't think there's. I think I don't think there's a chance it's not going to happen. That being said. I don't know if the director attached is going to be the director who does it. I don't know if the writer attached is going to be the writer who does it. The only thing I know for sure is that Daisy Ridley will be back as Rey in a Star Wars movie. And I don't know when. I just, I feel like some, like, there's too much riding on this movie. of The James Mangold one could fizzle away and just never be spoken about (laughs) again. And no one would care. You know what I mean? Like people be like, "Oh yeah, wasn't James Mangle doing that?" Oh, I think he's still had the Ryan Johnson trilogy. No, it's still happening. It's not. But like, you wouldn't care. But the Ray one, because it's Ray, because Daisy Ridley is attached, she came out like the whole thing. I, I feel like it's going to happen. And in my opinion, Brock Lesnar, this is the easiest freaking Star Wars movie to make. You could just tell a story about someone re building the Jedi Order, and you could do whatever you want with it. Like, whatever you want. Ray can only be in one movie. They can be like, you know what? Ray is going to be in half of this movie, and that's it. And no one would care, because it's, you, it's like, it's you got a clean slate on this one. You could do whatever yeah. you want. Nothing, your hands aren't tied. Like the Mandalorian and Grogu move, their hands are tied because we know what's coming here. We know what's, the, like, it's like, I mean, look, the hand's not tied, but it is. The Ray one is the one, to me, it should be the easiest one to get off the ground. Just figure out what the point of it is. There we go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because it's like a, a writer leaving a project isn't unheard of. I mean, like, wasn't Ant Man like penned by like three or four different people? Like, it's just, well, Edgar Wright did that first. Edgar well, Wright, even yeah. episode seven, Michael Arndt did uh, episode seven. Yeah, yeah, like it's that was just done. Like, yeah, that's that's, was done. Not a foreign idea, idea, though it is kind of wild when you think about it. It's just like they, the scriptwriter leaves. He's a scriptwriter. He was like he was the writer of this movie, correct? Well, Damon Lindelof left the Stephen Knight one. It that was apparently debunked. He hasn't left. That's what. No, I know, but like I'm just going yeah. back to that rumor. Yes, like, he was yeah, the yeah. writer. He, he, like, he was the writer. Yeah, it's like only like Star Wars can be like we have a project, but we don't have a script. So it's like, did you just use a bill like billboard, uh, like a dartboard, and just put things in there? Like it's like it's gonna be in the future. It's gonna be Ray, and it's gonna be directed by this person. Like that seems insane, but also not shocking because it's Star but- Wars. Yeah. Two days before, a day or two before, and I don't think I sent this to you. There was an interview with Daisy Ridley, mm-hmm. and they asked her about it, and she was like, "Oh man, yeah, that was cool, like being a celebration and coming out." Mm-hmm. And she said, "This is what she said. I'm paraphrasing. I should have sent you this, but you know, that's not what I do. <laughs> I send you the negative." She said, "That was all very last minute." Is what mm. she said. She was invited to breakfast with Kathleen Kennedy. She went to breakfast thinking that she was just eating breakfast. And Kathleen Kennedy said, We're, We want to do more movies. Right. And then she's like, And apparently she had to think about it. And then Kathleen Kennedy, this is the kicker. She had to think about it. She, she made up her mind at breakfast, but she had to think about it. But then Kathleen Kennedy pitched her the idea. She said, This is what we're doing with not just Ray, but the story. This is what it is. And she goes, I'm in. Apparently, whatever it was, she like now. I mean, who knows? Whatever, but she liked it enough to say, "Okay, that's it. I'm in." And then she went to celebration. The rest is history. So it was, it was. I think it was premature to bring her out, but I think they had an idea, and I don't know whose idea it was. Like I don't know who. Like if it was the director, 
uh, whose name eludes me right now, or if it was Kathleen Kennedy, or if it was Dave Filoni, or if it was J.J. Abrams or Ryan Johnson. I, I don't know whose idea the movie was. She was in. So at some point, though, th- I feel like this had to have been after Lindelof was let go because he wanted an older, like a 60-year-old Ray, right? So they had the idea. So I still feel like they're so far behind on this project that even if the the rumor of it being delayed was all false, as the new rumor is indicating, there's something going on where they're just not ready for this movie. And there's some kind of roadblock. And I don't know what it is because it's the easiest thing to do. I don't, I don't know. It's it's kind of wild. Whatever. Like it's just like nothing is real till we see a picture or a Absolutely. trailer. Like I, I hate to keep bringing it back to that, but it's just like that's a track record. I don't believe any. If 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 my work forces me to watch videos on how not to get tricked by my email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get tricked by the internet, like you know what I mean. Like it's just like it's it's all smoke and mirrors in general. So it's like I don't believe anything. Like that's why I don't read any of this stuff. Like when you send it to me, I'll look at it because you send it to me, and you're like, oh, you might find this interesting. Like it's just like well, mostly I send it because I'm like, we're gonna have to talk about this on the show. Oh, that too. Yeah, and that's a good idea too. But it's just like I'm like the movie, like. I don't know. It's until we start hearing like, oh, we were on set for this and you're shooting this. It's like nothing is real. Nothing is real. Like, you know how many things I see on Instagram is like there's 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 a this type of movie in the works and that type of movie. And like yeah. yeah, I mean like how many years was Channing Tatum talking about Gambit and like Well, you know, <laughs> Tom Cruise was Iron Man in the nineties. I remember the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember like I remember Tom Cruise was Iron Man for like 10 years. And I remember um, uh, Malkovich was Vulture before there was even a Spider-Man 1. And if you go on superherohype.com, Brock, it used to be spidermanhype.com. And there was a countdown to this fake Vulture movie that was coming out. Yeah. And then the minute the minute Sam Raimi was hired, the countdowns flipped to the Sam Raimi movie and it changed. And then at some point... I think they changed their name to superherohype.com. Unless they're still, I believe that's what happened. But I, but that, look, things, these things happen all the time. Oh yeah. But but now with the social media and especially Star Wars and especially the negative side of Star Wars, like I, like the problem with Star Wars that I find on social media, it's YouTube especially, but everywhere is is the algorithms push the negative, right? Even Marvel, I think, is the same. But they push the negative title like when we have a title kathleen kennedy is fired Hmm. that gets 700 to a thousand views or if we put down why the star disney uh star cruise ship was a disaster that gets thousands of views but when we talk about oh what's great about star wars 90 people watch it's because Hmm. the algorithm for whatever reason wants to push the negative towards everybody and so so yeah whoever if the first article was made up it's because they knew that they would get clicks. And guess what yeah. happened? They got yeah. the clicks. I don't know. It's like... And it makes sense to like attempt that. Because like the director said what she said about being finally a female director. Like It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't like yeah. this. This, again, I mean, fans and movie lovers and anyone that eat, it ingests like, this type of content... Have been doing this for years, but since the internet made them redo Sonic the Hedgehog, it's yeah. like it's like oh, we can make anything happen. It's like, well, so they I, did that with Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, that's true. And then Ninja Turtles didn't work out. I think Ninja Turtles is the opposite. Sonic was a success. Ninja Turtles is the failure. No one talks about because they shoehorned a different Shredder in that movie, and they should have just left Shredder <laughs> to be uh, William Fickner. Like they, clearly, that's who it was. And then they changed it, and you're like, why is there just this guy in a shadowy closet throughout the throat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so, I don't know. It's just like, like I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, I would like Star Wars news. And also, like, I don't hate the idea of, like, people leaving or joining or whatever. It's just interesting. It's like, oh, ooh. I mean, like, 
in if it if this movie gets made, maybe this in the story will be interesting down the line. It's like, oh, why did he leave? And if he left, then this allowed this person to come in and then made this amazing project. So it's like it all could be interesting down the road or just all BS. Who knows? I just hope whatever whatever Kathleen Kennedy pitched to Daisy Ridley, I hope that's what we're getting. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the way that <clears throat> like when you hire a writer, at some point they decided they didn't want a 60-year-old Ray. They wanted a 35-year-old Ray or whatever, right? So at some point they decided that and then Lindelof left. And that's fine because I, clearly they were figuring it out during that time. That's how I feel like the, the Lindelof stuff was kind of figuring it all out. And then it seems like they figured it out, at least to the point where they got Daisy really on board. I just hope they stick to it and like you change it all you want. Like you could change around it, but stick to that core, oh, yeah. whatever that core was. And I just I worry that. And and the thing is, you brought up Sonic, and that's and that's. And like like I said, that's the positive part, but there's that negative part. And JJ Abrams brought up like the fandom menace in a thing. It's like, okay, but you're listening now. And Ryan Johnson brought up Mike Zero. And <laughs> and you know, I don't know how much Fabro Fallon, but they're listen, they're they're on YouTube and they listen and, and and social media and they know what's being said. And that that could be a bad thing. Like like stick to your guns. Yeah. You are you have the careers that you have for a reason, and uh, Plumber John has his career for a reason. He's not a storyteller, and you're not going to fix a toilet. Like, so don't pretend that you could do each other's job. Yeah, yeah. Like, respect respect each other's profession, and like maybe just when you're working on a Star Wars movie, uh, you should they Lucasfilm should give you your work phone, and it cannot access any social <laughs> media at all, and just stay off of it, and just make your damn movie. Because George Lucas didn't listen to anybody. He, now, yeah, the prequels. We got Jango Fett, and, and we got C three. We got you know more three PO and stuff. Three uh, PO and the Droid Factory and stuff. We got those because of I think a lot of the backlash from the Phantom Menace. So we got mm. less Jar Jar because of that. So Lucas also listened, but it was different. It wasn't as loud. Uh, but now it's just everybody has a stupid opinion. And like I said, man, you got a career for a reason. That person has a career for a reason. You stick yeah. to stay in your lanes and maybe you'll make something great. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, it is a bizarre phenomenon that is Star Wars. Like, it's like IP, like Star Wars or like Marvel. They're not different in what they are, but Star Wars is approached in such a different way. I'm just like, it's just, it, I don't know. There's uh, a weird ownership on Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I, I mean, wouldn't it be funny if, like, the director went out of her way to say what she did and then inevitably the whole thing crumbles? Not because of what she said, but just like, I mean, you went all in on, like, yeah, it's our turn at bat. So it's like it's weird to like talk talk that and then not be hundred percent of this thing. That I, I don't know. It's, there's, I just don't think. Sorry, go on. And, and then also we don't know. If, and, uh, well, it's like you said. It's like mm, this is basically a rumor. It's not true. Yeah, but this is another thing I have to bring up: is these negative rumors like this yeah. always seem to come from like an unreputable mm. source or site. And then they end up being the ones that are true. The negative ones always seem to come from the ones you don't suspect. Like you're like this. And that's the one thing that makes me go, man, is there something there? Mm -hmm. It's just because it's like, you know, the site's been wrong. No one believes it. And then right away, no, someone at Lucasfilm said this. No one said anything about anything so far. Like Lucasfilm has been quiet on it. Except that New Year's Day interview that we have with the director who was like, yeah, the woman turned about, which again, we talked about it on that episode. Lucas from PR needs to step in and be like, mm-hmm. maybe don't lead with that. Like, just like, because there was a lot of good in that interview, but for some reason, that's what everyone's going yeah, yeah. to do. And you don't need that. You know, you don't need that, the division 
at all. And when you say that, the thing is, whether you agree with it or not, there's still a division there. Like you are dividing everything. You're saying, you know, this matters. Uh, and like you're already, you're putting that in and then you're giving ammunition for the algorithms to do what they do. I just, just give me a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, get to work. Let's go. Let's, no let's more go. interviews. Oh, you can't get a writer? Let AI write it. Great. Let's just go. Like, honestly, like. <laughs> I, I wonder if I wrote, like, in, in an AI writing thing, like, write me a Ray movie where she's 35. I wonder what it would do. Yeah, that's a really I good honestly. Book. But you know what? The one and look, they're all listening. Bob Iger, Kathleen Kennedy, they all watch this show. Oh, absolutely. The one thing I still have to say is the one thing that I thought the, the, the sequel trilogy needed the most, and that's what I'm gonna say about this new Ray movie. Is and the, you know the Fallon movie and the Mango movie, but you just tell me the why. Why are you making this yeah. movie? Why are you telling this story? And I think once they figure that out, they can make one solid movie, and then because of that, they could probably make 200 more you just have to know why and it can't just be because the the empire rebuilt itself in yeah. you know just, no it like figure something out and if that's if 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 they're having an issue there i'm okay with that because like you know like also like just whatever but if, if they are having an issue take your time and figure out why you're making this movie and don't tell me it's because you can make a boatload of money like figure out why you're going to make a new movie mm. And like, why does Ray have to be thirty-five versus sixty-five? Why? I, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but but it does. Like, why? Yeah. Because, and the reason is because, and it can't just be because you want Daisy Ridley. It's because, and when you figure all these things out, then you can you can make a friggin' movie that we can finally <laughs> go see in the friggin' theater during a friggin' snowstorm. Yeah, I'm just like. Zack Snyder uh, pitched his idea to Star Wars. They said no, and before they could make another Star Wars movie, his movie got made. <laughs> or if you want to call it a movie, you call it like a massive episode of TV. Um, but yeah, well, I think it also that that's a good point too, where it goes to show that one is whether you like Rebel. I haven't seen Rebel Moon or not. I chose to watch Spider Man instead. I was mm. really Brock. I was debating. <laughs> and I was gonna text. I was actually gonna text you. I was gonna be like, "Look, I have a chance to watch this or this right now. Do you mind if I just watch Spider Man? Because I know we should talk about Rebel Moon, but I really yeah. wanted to watch Spider Man. So I went with Spider Man, and I think Spider Man's a little bit longer. I uh, did oh. not regret that. This did not regret that decision whatsoever. Uh, but 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 like Rebel Moon, like whatever you think of Rebel Moon, whatever you think of Army of Darkness, um, is we'll leave his DC stuff out of it. But whatever you think of those movies. And and even uh, Sucker Punch. Whatever you think of those movies, it's his individual individual vision, which is very George Lucas esque. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're bringing up too is like it's it's the the filmmaker versus the machine, which Star Wars has now become part of the machine. Yeah, where it can't just be uh, Charmaine, the d director of the Ray movie. I can't. I, I I would I would imagine that she would be able to put together a script and a story and produce like create something that would be probably fantastic but she has to answer to Kathleen Kennedy yeah who might be on board with whatever she has but then they have to answer to Bob Iger who has the answer to a board like there's a lot of steps now where Zack Snyder's like who wants to make my movie and Netflix is like yeah that's a good point <laughs> here's the stranger things money take into what you want like that's the difference right now is so it's hard to compare them, but also Star Wars is part of the machine. And I think for being part of the machine, the fact that they created the volume <laughs> is, yeah. is incredible that they were able to get away with that. Yeah, I, I think it's like it requires vision, right? George Lucas made his movie because he's like, I want to make this movie and he made it work, right? Like, yeah. like you said, you made a good point, like. Zack Snyder is like George Lucas, where he takes it into his own hands. Not to say like other directors and filmmakers don't, but like we see stuff where like Zack Snyder is like shooting stuff in his driveway, you know, like, like which is yeah. very George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. And like the volume had a lot to do, I believe, with Favreau taking an interest in that technology, 
So it's like you need someone that will go and get it, not wait for the committee to decide. <laughs> like it's just like the Senate where it's like nothing gets done because no one can decide what is the best way of doing things or taking chances and stuff. It's like you just have to go and make it. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> Could you imagine? Will Ray movie be Disney Plus only? It's like there's some Jeremy Bins in the chat. Uh, yeah. I, I say no because Bob Iger said there would be no Star Wars movies yeah. on Disney Plus, and as long as he's around, I think that's theatrical. Mm-hmm. I still, I mean, I still think if they do this right, it, it it could be such a good Star Wars movie. It could be what a lot of people have been wanting. You know. What I think people hope for with the sequels is what you can get from this. And then and and the thing that they could do that I think the Mandalorian stuff is doing is they could strengthen the sequels the way the Clone Wars strengthened the prequels. So yeah. there's a there's a lot I think there's a lot more good the Ray movie can do than bad. Yeah, absolutely. Just make make the movie. <laughs> make it. <laughs> Make them this movie, make the other two movies, make the Taika Waititi movies, make the Ryan Johnson movie. Like, let's go. What are you stalling on? It's fine. We've been doing this. We're going to be on eight years of this podcast. Yeah. That's insane. But eight years, if you look at all the people that have been hired at Lucasfilm and quietly never mentioned again. Yeah. And you wonder, like... Yeah, but you wonder if at one point there were too many cooks in that Lucasfilm kitchen under because like, everyone blames Kathleen Kennedy, but she's not the cook. Yeah. She, well, I guess she's the like, chef. I don't know what she is. She's mm-hmm. the owner of the restaurant. She's she hires. The, yeah, well, she, but she, like, like there might have been too many. Like we said, like because of the machine, there might have been too many notes involved. And they just kind of got off the rails. And maybe at some point they're like, we need less notes. And that's why the Filoni got that job that he got or whatever. But but maybe maybe Filoni's the one that causes problems yeah. with this movie. He's like, you know what? That's not the right direction. And that could throw a wrench in it. it, it you just, you know, with, with the, the Disney Plus stuff, it felt like they were writing the ship in terms of, you know, the prep the pre-production, the prep of all these movies. Uh, and I hope I hope that sticks. And I hope that really... We, I hope they... We, whatever the next movie is, which it looks like it's going to be Mando and Grogu, I really hope we feel that theatrically, where we feel like there is a plan and there is a purpose to what we're seeing. Yeah, me too. I mean, you got this massive IP that's just like... The potential is almost limitless. And it's just like you're not you're not really doing anything with it. There's one other rumor I want to bring up with you quickly. Did oh. you watch uh, Marvel What If? Yes. Season two, did you like it? Yeah, it it was a little different from season one, but I enjoyed it, yeah. I've never seen a What If, but I love the idea. I mm. think it's a great idea. And Star Wars did What If comics back in, I think, the 90s or whatever. We did a video eight years ago on the channel about that, seven years ago, whatever it was. And and then there was a rumor last week that Star Wars What If was going to happen. They were going to do a Star Wars What If. And I think that got debunked. Mm-hmm. And people, I didn't, so I, I just kind of saw the rumor, like, that'd be cool, whatever. Why not? Because Visions is kind of like that anyway. But anyway, I was yeah. like, whatever, cool. Uh, and then a friend of mine texted me, he goes, I can't believe the discourse that What If is getting. <laughs> What's going on? I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And then I went online, and I saw people complaining about it. People complaining about what if, Brian. and this, and this is why we can't have nice things, because people are complaining about a show that's, you know, what would be fun if X happened instead of Y. Yeah, like how is that a bad thing? Why can't we just, just look? You know, what would be fun to see. What if Anakin didn't turn to the dark side? I don't know. I don't really care, but let's see it. I'd watch it. Yeah. Well, what would happen? Then you see what happens. You're like, that was fun. Let's go back to the real thing now. Like that's all it is. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to bring that up that that was a thing that was rumored, not going to happen apparently. But what would be your thoughts on a what if Star Wars? I don't hate it. I mean, that's an easy way to like bring all that expanded or uh, yeah, ex- ex- expanded universe content into the forefront. And it's like, what if what if Luke Skywalker fell in love? What if 
<laughs> what if uh what if uh han solo and princess leia are three kids and they're all jedi what if chewbacca died like it's just like it's just like bang 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 <laughs> and like what they're doing with the marvel what if is great because to my knowledge the marvel what if comics didn't really continue i think there might have been small things but the idea was like this key point in history what if this had changed yeah like that's the idea but like there was a cool where they did that for the first couple episodes and then they took characters from all those and had them all come together and the second season they kind of do that again like that's cool that's a, that's a novel way of like it works in the comics to be like what if Captain America didn't freeze an ice. That's a great idea. But then you're like, well, you're watching a show and then you might also binge this show. So it'd be nice to have some cool narrative throughout. That's not just the watcher narrating like, and it could work. Uh, I agree. Like, I think visions is more of like what a star Wars, what if would look like because God, Lord knows that you can't mess with alternate realities in star Wars. I think like with with comics, the what if part of it was like, oh yeah, like this is not a foreign concept. Um, Star Wars is just like what, like yeah, like the the sacrilege almost of yeah. what if Anakin didn't turn to the dark side to be like, oh, but then also they would love it too. Like that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. it's like I've heard people say it's like, what if Ahsoka went into the world between worlds and pull the Anakin out so he doesn't turn to the dark side and I'm like are you rewriting Darth Vader like like yeah that'd be interesting but like that just like I don't think that's a Star Wars thing I think like I don't know yeah it'd be kind of I think you just do it and you don't worry about canon you just do it for fun you're like this is a fun little BS thing that we did enjoy it for what it is we're never revisiting it enjoy it for what it is and move on I think there's an obsession with canon, and that's the big thing. And Marvel can be like, it's the multiverse, oh. and so yeah. that's how you get. Whereas Star Wars, just, just fictional, fictional stories that don't matter. They're yeah. one-offs. We're good. We'll go. We're do blah blah blah. Because again, like I don't want that to be the mainstream. Like I don't want to keep watching what ifs and like, oh, but because that happened in what if, that's what's happening in this movie. No, 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 no. Like a what if is just a separate thing. It's like getting tales from Java's palace and not a novelization for. You're just reading it for fun. That's all it is. Is that's a great book, though. What? What's a good book? Tales from Java's Past. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> great yeah, book. Absolutely. All right. You want to do some blind rankings? Let's do it. Gonna need an intro for this. Blind but with the blast jail on, I can't see anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the way this works is I've got five choices for Brock to rank blindly. He doesn't even know what the topic is. I'm going to give him yeah. a topic. I'm going to give him each individual choice, and he's going to have a ranking. And at the end, he's going to say whether or not he's happy or if he wants to do a what-if version of (laughs) a ranking. (laughs) All right, here we go. Blind ranking today, Brock, it's pilots. Pilots. Yeah, pilots. We'll start off with Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. It's a big one to kick off the show with, but it is what it is. I'm going to go three. Three? Uh, you know what's funny is I actually had the cursor on three. <laughs> and we're calling her Ray Skywalker just for Desi. Um, number, our next one, we're going to go Din Djarin. Din Djarin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not really known for being a pilot, but he's also a great pilot if you watch the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a chance and put Din Djarin at number four. Number four. So far, you like we've done this a few times, and you've been pretty happy with how it's going. Yeah. <laughs> and like these these results matter in the long run too. Hera, Harrison Dula. Oh, see, like when you said pilot, I'm like, who would be my top five? And I like number names popped in my head, and Hera was yeah, definitely think... one. Uh, so I'm gonna again take a gamble and put Hera number one. You know, I don't think you're going to be happy with your overall. Oh, ranking. probably. I think not. you're going to have a few, you're going to have a few, few chewy. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to put him number two then. 
Because like I have no other choice, right? Yeah, so no, like, you're what? gonna regret. You're gonna regret one. My number five. Remember, what's my yeah. number five? Number then? five is your boy, Bo oh, Dameron. Yeah. <laughs> and Poe Dameron, number five. So you have uh, where are we? We got Hera number Hera. Oh, where'd it go? Say okay. I said how did I? No, hold on. I'm pressing <laughs> the wrong button. Here we go. You got Heron number one, Chewy two, Ray three, Din four, Poe five. Anything you would change? Obviously, I think I know what it is. Uh, you know, Poe and Hera are like spot on because it's like they fly, they fly like kind of crazy, right? So it's like I think I would just shift Poe up somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I would put him put Chewy at number two. It would be a three-way tie between Hera, Chewie, and Poe. So those, yeah. yeah. So like, I think Ray and Din would move down to four and five. I think that's basically it. But I, I again, I'm, I'm happy with this. Is I don't hate it. I mean, it, like it's inconsequential. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm, I'm happy with Hera being high up on the thing. Poe, po yeah, I think. It's tough. You don't know what's coming, and you start off with Ray Skywalker. You got to think. Like, I threw you for a loop on that one. Wedge was almost going to be one of your options. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a fine list. Again, we'll never revisit it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right. You want to go to the odds? <laughs> never tell me the odds. The ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. There's our boys. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you, me, and everyone in the area by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. If you like what we do, then why don't you head over to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. Check out what we're delivering for a little bit of money if you support what we do. Early access to the things. Shout out your name like the following people who we thank every single episode because every episode why do you like what we do so we like you and those people are executive producer Heidi Fedder, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Dale Erdman, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Denner Nerds, Dizzy Dizzy, aka Dizzy Disney Dizzy Skywalker, Charlotte and Ron Prisak. <laughs> I, I, I gave uh, Disney Desi a little bit of heat because I was like, so they were rating Star Wars. I'm like, hmm. But they were doing rating the all the Star Wars TV shows. <laughs> so I was like, hmm. I did not watch your video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best show is Book of Boba Fett, followed by... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> go. Uh, never tell me the odds are first on Mando season four will come out after the movie. There's been rumors, Brock. Don't know if you heard them, but apparently it's going to be six episodes is going to lead into the movie. Some are saying it's been completely scrapped for the movie. No one quite know, but will season four of the Mandalorian come out after the Mandalorian movie? It, it kind of doesn't make sense to me to do that, but Hey, uh, uh, they haven't really gone wrong with the Mandalorian. So Whatever you want to do, let's do it. Um, but I like the idea of a fourth season and then a movie, so I'm gonna go fifteen percent. I'm gonna go eleven. It kind of seems weird to me mm-hmm. that uh, that you would do that after the movie. Like, I feel like the movie is like what I feel like once you put. Remember when small when they were making Superman Returns way way back, and at one point they wanted uh, Tom Welling. To play Superman in the new Superman movie, and uh, Schneider, his dad on the show, was like, "Look, if you do this, the show's over." I feel like <laughs> that's the same with Mandalorian. Like the minute Mando and Grogu hit the big screen, the show's done. Like the, you just you can't go back. Um, so I'm gonna go 11 percent on that one. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, never tell me the odds number two. Ray will be the lead in the Ray Skywalker film. So at one point, she was just going to be like a small role, <laughs> but now has she, has she become the official lead of this movie? I'm gonna I'm just gonna go full Brock on this because I have no idea because it's like I don't think they know really what this this thing is so it's like she could be secondary which would be interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna go seventy five. 
I think she is. I don't think she was, and I think she is now. I think that was one of the big shifts when they changed the writer from Lindelof to Knight. I think the big and why they approached Daisy Ridley because I don't think you go to Daisy Ridley and be like, "We only want you to be a small role." I think they're like, "We want you to be mm, the, that's true. the big cheese." Um, and because otherwise, why don't you just wait a little while to ask her? So I think I do. I think her role, I think, should be at least a co-lead uh, very much. Mm. Uh, and our final out today, Skeleton Crew will be the surprise Star Wars hit of the year. We're all going to be like, that was the greatest thing ever. Mm. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Don't know shit about this movie, so I'm going to go 75% because I want it mm. to be awesome. I don't know. Yeah, but Acolyte could be the... Yeah, that's true. I'm going to go full uh. Brock on that one. Either way, it's like I'll be happy. <laughs> well, what, when it comes out, I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might be terrible, but I'll still. Here's the thing: I know people like like to poop on the Star Wars shows, but at least we got some. Like at least we've got yeah. some. You know, people pooped on the prequels, but at least we got movies. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm okay with that. And there's no news today, right? There's zero news. <laughs> there was like no nothing. news because uh, of. Reason. So we're gonna go to top five. Top five. Top five Grogu moments. <laughs> I love Grogu. You love Grogu. He's gonna be a star of a movie. Uh, I'm very excited. A movie starring a stunt double and a puppet. Probably will make a billion dollars. How much does that movie have to make for it to be a success? A, a billion, <laughs> like a billion, I think at least, right? Yeah, I think so too. I think if it doesn't make a billion, they're really rethinking how things are going. Um, number five, top five Grogu moments. My number five, when the alien latched onto him from his like soup bowl, when they did the alien, uh, the alien in season two, it went just stuck on his face because I just it's look, it's Grogu moments. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, um, this one's going out for Disney Desi, because she pointed this out last time we talked. Uh, I'm going to go with the, oh gosh, what is he say? It's like in season three of Mandalorian with the, the Anzella and the Babu Frick alien, where he's like, bad yeah, baby. Yeah. Like, that's just so funny. <laughs> and even though he's like, no, you stay away, he still kind of walks toward him. Like, that's hilarious. I I love baby, Gro- baby Yoda, man. Grogu is... The best number four when he fell asleep on the rock. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's just like little moments when you watch. You know, I watch with Aaron. It's like, oh yeah. But I just gotta say something. Like having like a, a daughter now who's 16 months. I that's like 100. Like how I'm just like, oh my god, you are baby Yoda. <laughs> just like the insanity. And she did like a force joke on me the other day. Like out of the crib, just like this. And I was like, oh. so my no falling asleep on the rock. <laughs> My number four is going to be the most memeable scene of Grogu, him holding the bowl of soup, and it launched a thousand memes. That just one still frame of him being like, they're fighting, but I, uh, I'm i here. Yeah. <laughs> My number three, sip in the soup. <laughs> sip in the soup. <laughs> sip in the soup. Sip in the <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, my number three is probably going to be, oh, shoot. I'm trying to, like, it's just, like, I don't want it to all be in one season. Uh, I can't help you. This is your list, so. I'm going to say it's kind of, I, I like the scenes where Ahsoka and, and uh, Grogu are like talking. It's like sort of how we get the name reveal of what who he is. Yeah, so it's yeah, like the talking through the force. I'm like, I, that's captured my imagination. I'm like, what is going on there? Can we hear that conversation? That'd be really cool. Yeah, great moment. My number two is his obsession with that metal ball. The obsession <laughs> with the metal ball. Uh, anything. My number two is like any scene with. Grogu and Pelimoto, I just <laughs> I think it's 
I could watch an episode where they just hang out for a day. When are we getting the Pelimoto spinoff? No, man. That would be great. Like, just like, not even like a full series, just like a little short every like four months of Pelimoto doing something. Yeah, they have it. They just, when she's on set, just shoot something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And my number one, season one finale when he waves to grieve Karga. (laughs) Oh my God, look, I'm like, look, I'm the McFlies in Back to the Future. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was going to say I like the scene in the last episode of season one where the, the scout troopers have him in a bag and then they punch the bag. Oh, like, oh. That just seems like, I don't know, he's not really, he's barely in the scene because he's in the pouch. Um, I think my number one's going to be when he has the the little fight with the other young youngling, like um, Mandalorian youngling, and they use like the darts, and he actually does yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's yeah. he's a physical puppet, but like they still find a way to make it look interesting that this little character can do the stuff with the force. So it's like I like that. It's nice. I want to see the baby. <laughs> That's how I am, man. Every time that shows on, I'm like. Where's Grogu? Grogu Boba Fett cuts away for two episodes to focus on Grogu. Guess who's not upset about it? This guy right here. (laughs) Because I came to watch Grogu. And that's what I'm getting every time. Those are our top five. Let us know what your top five are in the comments. Yeah. 308 of these damn things. 308. I know. Did you think we would get this far? I say this every week. Because every week I'm like, I can't believe we're doing all of them. I'm impressed I'm alive still. <laughs> that yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I feel like my I feel like Brock, you might need a new co-host in the next few. Don't <laughs> so terrible. Uh I yeah. Um <laughs> getting emotional. <laughs> eight years coming up in a few months, though. Eight years. Wow. And, I guess August is not that few months. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, is it in August? <laughs> it's but it's early August. I think it's like the third or fourth of August. Like yeah. that's from I think we recorded. I think we recorded our first episode in July at the end of yeah, July. I think so. Yeah, um, and then yeah, but I'm yeah. It was a. It's crazy how first of all how time flies. How COVID assisted time flying. <laughs> Do you know at the end of this year I'll be living in this house as long as I lived in that apartment. Wow, isn't that insane? Because was it like, two years um, before COVID? Yeah, two years before COVID. I mean, how long were you at the apartment? Almost around six years. Oh yeah, it's it, see, it's hard to like remember that because Aaron lived there prior to you yeah, moving yeah. in. Like so, like that apartment has been a fixture for a while. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. This is crazy though. Like Absolutely. time flies. Time flies. All right, that's it. Three hundred and eight episodes. We hope you enjoyed us talking about a movie that may or may not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I it just, it always drives me nuts when people are like so defensive on these things like you don't know first of all this movie might not even be like it might have been canceled a month ago we don't know we're not in any of those meetings so why are we pretending to know like when you're adamant on something you're not you can't be because you don't know what they're talking about behind the scenes (laughs) and that's okay i don't care yeah like nothing until there's a trailer you know nothing about this movie yeah you're like john snow you know nothing lord of the rings (laughs) <laughs> I've, never seen, I've never seen a Narnia. Actually, I love Narnia. The Narnia books are so good. <laughs> Greta Gerwig doing Narnia for uh Oh for yeah, that's right. Yeah, she says things though, and I'm kind of like, stop talking, just make the damn movie. She's like, I'm nervous, I'm not British. I'm like, I don't care if you're British, make the damn movie. I'm not British, I enjoyed the book. You could do it. Is there a talking lion? Is there a lion? Is there a witch? And is there a wardrobe? Yeah, exactly. I hope though they. St- I hope they start with the professor. That, that, that's oh the, yeah. If you, the, if you read them in chronological, the, yeah, yeah. I hope they. I just hope they screw everyone. They're like, we're gonna go chronologically. Like, why? Magician's <laughs> nephew, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Orson's boy. Wham. But I hope they get what's his name? What's the actor's name that played him in the uh, in those movies that came out in the two thousands? Oh God, because uh, he's in the oh, first. Oh, he's one. so good. 
No clue. He's a professor, but yeah, he's a magician's whatever. What the hell is his name? He's a great though. I hope he comes back as that. I know they're not connected, and I don't care. We're <laughs> fan casting right now, and I'm fan casting the. I like the the first Narnia Disney Narnia that came out. And that was a good movie. Mr. Tumnus like, was James. Yeah, McElroy. Mr. Tumnus. Yeah, I'm McElroy like, McElroy she knows Chalamet. He could easily be Mr. Tumnus. It's not hard. <laughs> oh, Chalamet would be a shoe in for Tumnus. Oh, yeah. A shoe, a shoe, shoe and Margot Robbie will play everybody else. Everybody else. Can I say something? Because I've got to be honest with you about Margot Robbie. I was kind of getting tired of Margot. There's a bunch of, she's not the only one. There's a bunch of actors that I'm getting like, I'm like, oh my gosh. And you know what she said, Brock? She goes, I'm going to take a little bit of time off and just produce because I'm sure everybody is sick of me after Barbie. And I was like, yeah. you know, I kind of wish more actors had that way of thinking because there's so many that like, and I'm not going to say Pedro Pascal being a Fantastic Four is annoying. But, like, Chris Pratt doesn't need to voice Garfield either. Like, just maybe, like, take a break. Just take a break. And don't show your face in my face. I don't need to. I don't need to. There's a lot of actors out there that can do a good job. So good on Margot Robbie for realizing that maybe, you know, she could be. She could produce and she could find an up-and-coming star. And then she could take that credit. I don't really care if she takes credit. You could do that. But, but good on her for understanding that uh, you, don't need to, you don't need to be in everything. Yeah, absolutely. She's also going to be Sue Storm. <laughs> Sue Storm with Pedro Pascal. <laughs> and, and Chris Pat is the human torch. And uh, and then, like, who uh, who else is, like, the person that isn't everything? I don't know. Something random like Jack Harlow or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> Zach Efron is the thing. I, I want to see. Have you seen White, White uh, Iron Claw? White Claw. No. <laughs> no, White not Claw. yet. Uh, I saw. I yeah, I've heard like everybody likes it, but I had a friend who was like, uh, he said, oh, I, he just got a theater. He goes, oh, it's your kind of movie. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Then he went on and on and on, and he was talking about it was good. He goes, it's slow and boring. <laughs> Fun. And I was like, but he, he didn't word it like that. But that's kind of how it was. So I'm like, so you're saying a slow and boring movie is my type of movie? <laughs> and he's like, I didn't say that. I'm like, no. But you're not wrong. <laughs> and they they played three Eve Six songs in the soundtrack at some point. I'm like, this Wait, doesn't even real? work. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. And are there even three Eve Six songs? There's at least two. <laughs> there are two, and no, and then there's that slow one that they play yeah. on like every TV show in the, yeah. in the 2000s. Remember when every TV show ended with a. With like an alt rock song, like oh, yeah. a slow alt rock song. Like this band, that's a slow. Yeah, "Wake Me Up When September Ends" was on every CW show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! God. All right, anything else you want to say? Oh, I mean, come back if we uh, get some Star Wars news because we're 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 just desperate for Star Wars. So, see you around. More is coming. We'll make up something next week if we have to. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.